Hi, this is Megan Cloherty, investigative reporter for WTOP News. If you like top news from WTOP, we think you'll love our new podcast called the DMV Download, where we take a more in-depth look at the biggest local stories of the day happening in our area. We hope you check it out. I'm Dick Iuliano. Could soon be illegal to turn right on red in D.C. Also this morning. Get ready to actually see Metro trains traveling to Dulles International and beyond. I'm Mike Marilla. New legislation that would provide D.C. with a historic break from congressional oversight. On Capitol Hill, I'm Mitchell Miller. Down day across the board on Wall Street. Asian stocks lower this morning. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Rocket Mortgage. I'm Tom Foley in Washington. As it heads toward Bermuda, Hurricane Fiona could get as strong as Category 4. Even at Category 1, it did major damage to Puerto Rico. At least four people are reported dead. Much of the island is without power, just as it was after Hurricane Maria five years ago. Puerto Rico's governor hopes to have most, but far from all, utility customers back online by this time tomorrow. Correspondent David Begno is there. What do you know? It started raining again as if the Puerto Ricans haven't had enough. Here in Salinas, this home fell into a sinkhole. The lady told me, I built it three years ago. It was my dream home, and now it's sitting in a hole. The governor said it might be a week before they know really fully how much damage has been caused across the island. The New York federal judge acting as independent arbiter in the case of Donald Trump versus the United States of America met with the two sides about the government material the FBI took from the former president. He asked attorneys for Trump if they're claiming he declassified any of it before taking it to Florida. The Trump team has yet to offer any proof that the declassification happened because it said they said it would complicate any legal defense they'd muster if there's a criminal indictment. What's more, Deary, the special master, he's pushing back on that a bit, saying the Trump team seems to be trying to, quote, have their cake and eat it too. Correspondent Scott McFarland. The current president is in New York set to address the annual meeting of the U.N. General Assembly, the first one in person since the COVID pandemic. A major topic in Mr. Biden's speech will be Russia's invasion and war in Ukraine. Aides say the president will accuse a permanent member of the Security Council of striking at the very heart of the U.N. Charter by challenging the principle of territorial integrity and sovereignty. National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan says Mr. Biden will rebuke Russia for invading Ukraine. Correspondent and Stephen Portnoy. Now the latest on the movement of migrants from Texas to Massachusetts by the governor of Florida. Some of those migrants are suing. The suit says they engaged in, quote, a fraudulent and discriminatory scheme to relocate them. It alleges the migrants were falsely told they were going to Boston or Washington, D.C. and were induced with $10 McDonald's gift cards. Correspondent Jim Crisula. Wednesday's World Alzheimer's Day aimed at raising awareness of the disease and other dementias. Monica Moreno of the Alzheimer's Association Association says the greatest risk factor for the disease is advancing age, but not the only one. African-Americans are twice as likely to develop Alzheimer's disease than older whites, and Hispanic-Americans are one and a half more times likely to develop the disease than older whites. Women are also at greater risk as well. Home run number 60 in the books for Yankees outfielder Aaron Judge. This is CBS News. There's one technology company that's trusted by hundreds of federal and state agencies, financial institutions, and travelers nationwide. Backed by a portfolio of more than 1,500 patents in biometric technologies. A company that delivers mission-critical identity solutions that require a level of trust that no other company delivers. The company is Idemia. Idemia believes your identity belongs only to you and your personal information should never be sold. Learn more at identitywithintegrity.com. WTOP at 203.
Wednesday morning, midweek, September 21st, 2021. Clear, pleasant, low humidity, lows in the 50s and 60s. 50s mainly in the suburbs. We're at 69 in our nation's capital right now. Good morning to you. I'm Dean Lane. We do indeed thank you for taking us along for your early morning ride this Wednesday. Topping the local stories we are looking at for you this morning as we head into this day together. During a visit locally to Loudoun County, Virginia's Governor Glenn Youngkin has defended this week the new and highly controversial state guidelines for transgender students. After inspecting vote counting systems and praising the integrity of Virginia elections, Governor Youngkin was asked about the state's new education model policies, which would require parents' permission before schools change the name and gender references of a student. This is about respecting children. Transgender students and their parents say they're fearful of the new guidelines and worried they could spark bullying. Youngkin says no one should fear the guidelines, which bolster parental involvement. I would find it very hard to argue that a parent being engaged in a child's life is inconsistent with that child's safety. The governor says students' dignity, privacy, and safety will be respected. In Leesburg, Dick Yoliano, WTOP News. Here at WTOP Wednesday morning, following up now on that big fight locally in Montgomery County during a Friday night football game last week. Montgomery County Public Schools Superintendent and other school leaders are now planning apparently to discuss updated sporting event security measures today this Wednesday, September 21st, in response to the brawl between Gaithersburg and Northwest High, the football teams there, both programs have been suspended. Gaithersburg police tell WTOP in all, four juveniles and one adult were charged in connection to the fights off the field. Fox 5 reports this week a new charge was apparently filed against the coach for Northwest High. Maryland electronic court records show that coach Travis Hawkins has been Accused of assault, and the same court record indicates the person who made that complaint was William Gant, the athletic director for Gaithersburg High School. There's been no comment. WTOP News Time, now 2.05. Issues of transportation this morning locally. If you drive down the Dallas Toll Road next month, you may see Metro trains traveling along down the tracks of Phase 2 of the Silver Line project, but no... You can't hop on one, not just yet, to get to Dallas Airport. For the first half of October, Metro will begin running simulated service along the tracks. This comes as it works to train staff and check off pre-service safety requirements that need to be met. The Washington Metro Rail Safety Commission must give Metro the green light when it comes to safety. Metro Rail determines when to open the line, but they may only do that after they complete their safety certification process and we concur that they properly completed that process. The Safety Commission CEO David Mayer, the goal has been to take you through Reston to Dulles International Airport and beyond starting sometime this fall. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. New this morning, D.C. moving toward making it illegal to turn right on red at most intersections in the city. The goal is to protect cyclists and pedestrians. The D.C. Council voting unanimously this week to make it a traffic violation to go right on red. This is a preliminary vote, though. If it passes a final vote, the law would take effect in 2025. WTOP now at 2.07, traffic and weather on the way. And now the small business buzz, packaged by the UPS store. If you're running your own business, do you know what it's worth? 98% of small business owners surveyed by M&T Bank don't, and they should, for many reasons. Accessing capital among them, there are three credentialing bodies that can place a value on your company. The American Institute of Certified Public Accountants, the American Society of Appraisers, and the National Association of Certified Valuators. Important to know if you plan on
on selling your business or if an unsolicited buyer comes calling. I'm Jeff Glabel. At the UPS Store, we have everything to help small business owners be unstoppable. So if you need printing, we'll be the printing store. I need help printing brochures. My at-home printer became self-aware. Of course. The UPS Store can print. Wait, you said self-aware? Yeah. One day it was saying it was low on ink, and the next it was saying it wanted to rule the world. Weird. Well, whatever you need, we've got you covered. The UPS Store can help small business owners be unstoppable with our printing services. The UPS Store. Be unstoppable. The UPS Store locations are independently owned. Product services, pricing, and hours may vary. See center for details. The average home sells for over the asking price, and with Orchard's win-win program, you can win twice. Here's how. Win number one, Orchard can make you a guaranteed cash offer for your home. Next, Orchard handles the sale of your old home, including upgrades, listing, and showing. Win number two, Orchard not only guarantees the sale of your home, when it sells for more than your cash offer, you keep the extra. You win again. Get a no-cost, no-obligation offer at Orchard.com. Orchard.com. Good Wednesday morning, September 21st. Welcome into WTLP, where the time now is 2.08. Slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get $100 off at train cleaning today. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks. Good morning to Carlos Ramirez with this this Wednesday morning in the WTLP Traffic Center. Thanks, Dean. The ramp from the southbound side of 395 onto the outer loop of the Beltway headed towards Maryland. Seems like there may be some activity there on that ramp. I'm seeing some delays. Don't have eyes on exactly what's causing these brake lights, but do be careful if you're headed southbound on 395 and you're hoping to head onto the Beltway towards Baltimore, uh, you may find some delays. It doesn't seem to be closed. Things are moving, though, very slowly, so just be extra careful there. Speaking of ramps, if you're headed on the inner loop of the Beltway, northbound 495 onto 66 westbound, you'll find the cones on the left side of that ramp. Just take it nice and slow. Don't bump into any cones. Westbound side of 66, single lane gets you by as you head towards Nutley Street. Same story eastbound between Nutley Street and the Beltway. Southbound 28, the ramp to westbound 66 closed. You cannot head westbound. What I suggest, you continue southbound past 66 and go ahead and turn onto 29 Centerville, and that'll get you towards 66 without any issue. Up in Maryland, the inner loop of the Beltway still has the work zone between 355 and over towards Georgia Avenue. Two right lanes blocked there. ICC's got a work zone. As you head past New Hampshire Avenue, you'll find two right lanes blocked. Across the Bay Bridge, two-way traffic right now on the eastbound span. No delays because of it. Southbound I-270, the work zone near 85 out there once again tonight. Right lane blocked as well as the ramp itself. Can't find the new car you're looking for? We'll try a Fitzway used car. Next to a new car, Fitzway car is best. Visit Fitzmall.com for a good car and a safe car you can trust. That's the Fitzway. Carlos Ramirez, WTOP Traffic. Well, fall is right around the corner, but summer wants to hold on a little longer. We've got a high temperature into the mid to upper 80s out there on your Wednesday. Plenty of sunshine, too. Uh, as we make our way into the day on Thursday, tracking a frontal boundary that'll make its way through, giving us a good chance for a few showers and thunderstorms. A lot of cloud cover, too, with a high temperature in the upper 70s to low 80s. Behind that system, oh, we get cool. High of only mid to upper 60s on Friday. Friday night into early Saturday morning, most of us will be in the 40s. So get ready for the cooler air. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Cammer. We're at 70 at the Wharf in D.C., 70 in Oxon Hill, 60 in Sterling this morning. And we are looking at, if I can click here, I can tell you, we're at 70 degrees straight up at our nation's capital. 
This 2 a.m. hour, Wednesday morning, September 21st. This check brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. From Washington to Kiev, updates on Russia's invasion of Ukraine. 24-7-365-103.5 FM at WTOP.com. The latest in just moments, Wednesday morning, where the time now is 2-11. Good morning. The world's most advanced fighter engine is powering up for tomorrow's missions. Using proven technology, the Pratt & Whitney F-135 enhanced engine package meets the needs of all F-35 operators while saving the taxpayer $40 billion in life cycle costs. Considering an extra engine for the F-35 is extra wasteful and extra risky, the Pratt & Whitney F-135 EEP is the smart decision. Learn more at prattwhitney.com slash F-135EEP. That's prattwhitney.com slash F-135EEP. Women's leadership is elevating our world, and Innova is a leader in elevating women's health care. Innova Fairfax Hospital is ranked top 10 in the nation for obstetrics and gynecology by U.S. News & World Report. We are committed to putting women first. Our team listens to what matters most to you, from childbirth options and high-risk maternity care to pelvic floor health, surgery, and cancer treatment. Experience elevated women's care at Innova. Explore innova.org slash women first. This is WTOP News. Now to the latest on the war. Ukraine has made huge gains taking back land occupied by Russia, and they're seizing tanks, ammunition, and other weaponry after being behind by Russian troops left there in an apparent chaotic withdrawal. Ukraine's forces are now deploying those captured Russian tanks to solidify their gains in the northeast amid an ongoing counteroffensive. WTOP National Security Correspondent J.J. Green says this morning U.S. military officials see this latest development as a turning point in this war. They are seeing the success, their own success, for helping them with intelligence and helping them with weapons and just essentially making sure that Ukraine is aware of things that they probably wouldn't be aware of if they didn't have the kind of assistance that they have for the U.S. But yes, it's absolutely a turning point in the war. And they see this because of the actions of those Russian troops. As you mentioned, they've been leaving behind hundreds of very expensive pieces of equipment that essentially cost millions and tens of millions of dollars because they're running away so hastily. Does it appear, though, that Russia has a response to the counteroffensive? What Russia's trying to do right now is they are trying to to get a respite they're trying to get a breather they're trying to find people to fight and they're looking under every rock and under every piece of moss that they can find to find anybody that's with a heartbeat to go over there and fight. But the problem is Russia doesn't really have what it takes to fight Ukraine right now. They don't have the weapons. They don't have the money to get new weapons. They don't really have the support of the troops. Troops are deserting. Uh, almost 50,000, according to Ukraine, troops have died already. So they are really struggling, and it's not clear at all that Russia has anything for this counteroffensive at this point. But I will say this. I've been warned, Russia starts this way in every single war it's fought in the last 100 years. It starts slow, and then they pick up speed. There are reports that Russia is moving its submarines away from Crimea. What does that tell us about where the war is going? Crimea is the crown jewel for Russia and has been for a while, uh, and they have supposedly quote-unquote own this since 2014 and they can no longer keep their subs there because the Ukrainian counteroffensive 
threat is too great. Drones that they are using and other types of weapons and in this, along with intelligence that they're getting from the West, is helping Ukraine essentially find these submarines. And, you know, we always call submarines, they call them the hidden hunters because you don't know where they are. Well, Ukraine knows where they are and they're going after them. With the latest on the war between Russia and Ukraine, WTOP National Security Correspondent J.J. Green talking with Mark and Deb. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. Sports at 15 and 45 powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Good Wednesday morning. Welcome to the middle of the week, September 21st, 2.15. Indeed, sports time and Rob Woodfork's turn this early hour. The Nationals and Orioles lost by the same score, but we view the results quite differently. The Nats fell in Atlanta 3-2, clinching the Braves a playoff spot, but the Nats never let the game get away despite losing Patrick Corbin to back spasms just 12 pitches into his start. Enter Erasmo Ramirez, who valiantly pitched a solid three innings of relief for Dave Martinez. He's been good. He's been good in all situations all year long. He really has. I mean, he has a, he had an unbelievable year so far. So obviously we'll have to give him a couple days off. The day off does help. So hopefully uh, Paolo could give us four or five innings tomorrow, and then we'll see where we're at. As in Paolo Espino, the starter for the 12-20 series finale. Meanwhile, in Baltimore, the Orioles' 3-2 loss to the Tigers has the O's on the brink of being swept on their own field by the fourth-worst team in baseball, outscored in the first two games by a combined score of 14 to 2 and fading in the American League wildcard race with only 15 games to go in the regular season. Aaron Judge became the fifth player in Major League history to reach 60 home runs and sits one shy of fellow Yankee great Roger Maris's American League record. This on a night when baseball mourns the loss of Maury Wills, one of the greatest athletes to come out of D.C., a seven-time MLB All-Star, a three-time World Series champion with the Dodgers, and the first major leaguer to steal 100 bases in an unbelievable 1962 season in which he won MVP of the All-Star game played in his native D.C. before taking home National League MVP and one of his two career gold gloves. Maury Wills, one of the most feared men on a major league base path, was 89. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. Thanks, Rob. As always, 217 Wednesday morning, midweek, September 21st. Among the top stories we're following on TOP Wednesday morning, this 2 a.m. hour, early morning. The senior federal judge appointed to review the material seized by the FBI from Donald Trump's Florida estate, sharply questioning the Trump attorneys this week on Tuesday. Judge Raymond Dreary repeatedly pressed the lawyers for refusing to back up the claim that the former nation's leader declassify the highly sensitive documents found at Mar-a-Lago last month. Russia struggling to beat Ukraine on the battlefield, so now it's trying to do it at the battle box, we're told. The ballot box, that would be, of course, Russian-controlled regions of eastern and southern Ukraine announcing plans this week to start voting this week to become part of Russia. Ukraine is expected to be President Joe Biden's primary focus in New York, where he is attending high-level talks this week, delivering an address at the U.N., United Nations. Stay with WTOP for more on these developing stories in just minutes. Wednesday morning, September 21st, where the time now is 2.18. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks, let's check in with Carlos Romero's in the WTOP Traffic Center. Thanks, Dean. We'll start off in Arlington. An accident scene happened late last night around the 10 o'clock hour in Arlington. Glebe Road is still closed because of it between Quincy 
Street and 4th Street. All lanes are blocked there for the accident scene that uh, did involve a vehicle that knocked over a power pole, and because of that, uh, it caused some power outages. Now, if you are in the surrounding area, for the most part, it sounds like the majority of the power outages have been taken care of, but you may still find a few malfunctioning traffic signals. If that is the case, do remember to treat them as four-way stops. Do stop completely if you could. If you're headed on the inner loop of the Beltway, looks like we still have that work zone as you make your way past the Dulles Toll Road. Approaching the American Legion Bridge, you'll find them along the left-hand side of the roadway. As of now, traffic is light enough that it shouldn't slow you down too dramatically. As you continue on the inner loop of the Beltway into Maryland, after the 270 spur, headed past 355, you still have two right lanes blocked there. Stay to the left. No delays because of this one. They are treating the roadways, which is great because right on that big curve, things tend to be kind of slick, especially when it rains. So they're treating the asphalt to see if they can't help with that. Uh, back in Virginia, 66 eastbound, past 29 in Gainesville. Same work zone as they've been doing all week. You got a single left lane getting by between 29 and 234. Uh, stay to the left. And then, of course, 29 cannot access 66 eastbound because it's so crowded through that area. It was too complicated for them to uh, let folks on there. So you're going to have to either opt for 234 the other 234 or 15 in high A market. As you continue eastbound, you have a single lane past 28, single lane past the Fairfax County Parkway as well. Carlos Ramirez, WTOP Traffic. One more summer-like day across the area, and it just happens to be the last full day of summer with a high of 87 on your Wednesday. Thursday, a cold front moves through. High temperatures in the upper 70s to low 80s, a chance of showers and possible thunderstorms on Thursday. Behind that, though, much cooler highs only in the mid to upper 60s. A lot of sunshine, but it is going to feel like fall for sure. Friday night into early Saturday morning temperatures into the 40s in most locations, but highs on Saturday afternoon into the low 70s. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Kammerer. Right now, we are at 70 degrees at Tyson's Corner, 67 in Crofton, 70 Lafon Plaza this morning. And we are looking at 70 degrees straight up in our nation's capital. This check brought to you by... New Look Home Design, the roofing experts call 1-800-279-5300. That's 1-800-279-5300, newlookhomedesign.com. Check them out. WTOP at 221. Good morning. Welcome in. This Friday through Sunday, it's Marlowe Furniture's spectacular 72-hour power sale. The event you don't want to miss on Marlowe's finest selection of beautiful home furnishings. See 50% off all stylish Marlowe living rooms, bedrooms, dining rooms, and more. Plus, decorate now and pay later with 60 months no interest financing. Bring your style to life. Shop the 72-hour power sale this weekend, Friday through Sunday, and save 50% off plus 60 months no interest financing at Marlowe Furniture with the area's largest showrooms under one roof since 1955. You're with WTOD and Dean Lane. Women's leadership is elevating our world, and Innova is a leader in elevating women's health care. Innova Fairfax Hospital is ranked top 10 in the nation for obstetrics and gynecology by U.S. News & World Report. We are committed to putting women first. Our team listens to what matters most to you, from childbirth options and high-risk maternity care to pelvic floor health, surgery, and cancer treatment. Experience elevated women's care at Innova. Explore innova.org slash womenfirst. This is WTOP News. There's a move in Congress to give D.C. its greatest expansion of home rule in nearly a half a century. WTOP Capitol Hill correspondent Mitchell Miller says it centers on a major change to oversight of D.C. laws and spending approved by a House panel. D.C. Delegate Eleanor Holmes Norton says her legislation would make an important change in dealing with crime in the district. This bill 
would give D.C. the authority to prosecute all D.C. crimes. Her bill would also give D.C. the authority to grant clemency on its own and end the congressional review period for legislation passed by the D.C. Council. It's opposed by Georgia's Jody Heiss, a Republican on the House Oversight Committee. At a time of rising violent crime in the district, we should not be further eroding the rule of law in D.C. While the bill has support from House Democrats, it's unlikely to get approved by the full Congress. On Capitol Hill, Mitchell Miller, WTOP News. WTOP at 223. UK inflation could soar to more than 22% next year if energy prices continue their upward spiral. The warning this week from Goldman Sachs. This morning, Joe Phillips, a political commentator in the UK, says inflation there is already worse than it is here in the United States. The cost of living is terrifying. Inflation is running at around about 9% at the moment and predicted that it could go up, certainly into double figures by early next year. The real problem is, of course, that people's wages haven't gone up. And whilst you can blame some of the problems on the war in Ukraine, which undoubtedly has had a huge effect on the cost of fuel. Britain is not dependent on Russian gas in the same way that other European countries are. And this government and the one previously and the one prior to that have failed to invest in renewable energy. You know, we've got old, drafty houses that are not properly insulated and things like, you know, filling up your car if you have to drive to go to work and you're only on a minimum wage. That has a huge impact. I mean, you know, we hear anecdotal stories of people people who are working in low-paid sectors like um, teaching assistants or care assistants in the healthcare sector who actually can't afford to go to work. So that's a really big problem. And we know that food banks have seen a massive increase in their use over the last few weeks. And it's the energy prices, Dimitri, that are really going to cripple people. I mean, you know, it is getting darker in the evenings. Autumn is here, or fall as you call it, and the winter is going to be very, very tough for many people who will have to choose between heating or eating. I want to be very delicate as I pivot toward the late Queen Elizabeth II. It is not common to have somebody as a monarch for 70 years, so it's quite understandable that there would be these 10 days of mourning and, of course, the royal funeral and all that's gone with it. But I'm just wondering, from an economic standpoint, with so many businesses shut down, could that actually hurt the economy further? Hard to tell at the moment because we haven't seen the full impact. Um, so yes, the day of the funeral on Monday was a bank holiday, so everything was closed. What really happened, which is probably going to have more of an impact, is that, as you know, the Queen died pretty much 48 hours after we had a new Prime Minister. And because we went straight into that period of mourning, all government business went on hold for 10 days. So that has delayed things like the Bank of England, who are expected to announce another interest rate rise on Thursday, but would have done it 10 days ago. Bills and uh, processes of government that Liz Truss might have tried to get through had to stop because the whole business of state just stopped during that period of mourning. So there will have been some delays, there will have been some hiccups. In terms of the impact on the wider economy, it's very hard to tell because obviously the 
fantastic spectacle that it was and the military literally and figuratively precision um, that the whole event carried out in beautiful sunshine in London and in Windsor I think will have done a good thing for Britain in terms of tourism and in terms of global recognition Talking UK inflation this morning, political commentator Joe Phillips in London. On Skype with our Dimitri Sotis, the Queen's funeral, by the way, estimated to have cost about $9 million. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. This episode is brought to you by Zelle. Whenever you're sending money through an app or online, it's important to do it safely. Here are a few helpful tips. First, always make sure you know and trust the person you are sending money to. Second, Confirm you have entered their contact details correctly. And finally, if you don't trust the person or your recipient is rushing you to send money right away, think twice before sending money through an app or online. Celebrate this holiday season by sending money to your loved ones with Western Union. As a new customer, you can enjoy a $0 transfer fee when you send money online. For fast and reliable money transfers, use Western Union. Visit westernunion.com or download our app today to get started and your first transfer fee is on us. Services offered by Western Union Financial Services, Inc., NMLS 906983 or Western Union International Services, LLC, NMLS 906985. FX gains apply.